You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 131, Fogging and Spraying Black Mold. Is that a bad idea? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, I can't believe it's November. Yep, it's going to be uh, Thanksgiving here before we know it. When is that, like the 23rd, 24th? I'm not sure. 25th? I think it's the 26th. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Best part is we've got like, what, two turkeys already frozen, so all of this stuff that they're talking about, no turkeys will be available, <laughs> everything is not, you know, coming at the seaports or whatever. Yeah, we've yeah. Got, we've got turkeys for days. I don't usually do much shopping here in town, and uh, when I was in there the other day, they had uh, some pork chops on sale, and some of the shelves were a little bare, but I'm not sure about this whole... We're not going to have anything. But yeah, we're, we got our own turkeys. And if we can't, you know, if we couldn't, I know where to kill some. So, <laughs> exactly. A little more work. But. Uh, that's the benefit of living in the country. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Today we're talking about fogging. So I I never really heard about fogging until you explained it to me. Can you explain it to the, like, what what is fogging and how does, how is that theoretically supposed to work on mold? So the, 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 the purpose of this, uh, podcast is, is you know can we do fogging as a standalone process and that the answer is no <laughs> okay. um i've had people reach out to me and we've done podcasts about this we you know sometimes we'll maybe cover something in this one that we didn't in the last one but you know more or less what happens is i come in or a reputable mold mitigation company gives you a bid and it's twenty thousand, and you're like man that's just that's way too aggressive. They're extreme, and you know I hear every excuse in the book. Well, I can get it. I can have this company, this green energy company, come in and fog it with you know green chemicals, and they like to use those terms. 
for what reasons, I'm not sure. But they literally come in and fog your house, and they think that's going to get rid of the mold spores. And it doesn't. All it does is suppress those mold spores. You could actually be pushing them into different places. Um, it's just not a good idea to, to do that as a standalone process. When people look at the idea of fogging, do they really think that a fog that goes through certain rooms or even the whole house is going to remove a bunch of black mold that's behind sheetrock? I mean, how would that, that work well, theoretically? It's funny that you bring that up because we, when we talked about this last time, that's what I brought up. So something caused the mold infestations. People, what people don't realize is, and I hear it all the time, well, mold's just natural. Yes, it is. But a mold infestation is not. So mm-hmm. it's no different than like, usually the analogy I use is radon, which for our listeners, radon's a gas. We've done some podcasts about it. But radon is naturally occurring. It's the decay products of uranium and radium. But if it gets up to certain levels, it's not good. Well, mold's the same thing. It's like saying to somebody that has allergies, well, allergies are normal. Well, if you're someone that has pretty nasty allergies, they don't like to hear that. Like, well, that's just normal because it's not to them. Yeah. So, you know, going back to your question is, and I, I, I've done some research on it. Um, I'm not going to go talk to anybody, any company that does it because I don't buy into it. I'm just, that's just not me. But they claim that whatever they have the latest technology, that the, the, the chemicals they're using that they're fogging with, which I don't even know what chemicals they use because we do use a lot of different chemicals depending on what we're doing, what material it's on, what part of the process. But supposedly these chemicals, you know, have these black mold sensors in them and they go find the black mold and kill it. And that's literally kind of what they try to say. And I, for someone like me, I just, you know, I kind of chuckle and I know better. And so it can't, to answer your question, no, it's not. It's not going to get rid of those mold spores. So when you say that something like using fogging as a standalone suppresses the mold, what what is suppresses the mold? To mean? control it. So, it, so let's just say we're in a we're in a crawl space or a basement, any room. We have a full containment up. We have air scrubbers running. We're, we're we HEPA back things. I'm not going to go over our processes because it's pretty detailed. But what we're trying to do is to suppress those mold spores. So what the fogger does, it's a mist. It, it brings those mold spores down to the ground so that it's not up in the air moving around and we're breathing it. We're, we're fully protected anyways, but you know, with all, without going into all of our processes and what we do, but we use floor protection. There's a bunch of stuff we do, but it's to keep those mold air spores or mold spores out of the air and getting somewhere else. Okay. It's part of it, but we also have a containment. We also have air scrubbers and negative air machines. So we're like, we're attacking it from five different ways, but it's to, when I explain it to people and I don't, you know, people are like, well, what, what, what do you use? What chemical? I don't give all that information out. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned yeah, yeah. over the years, but I just tell them we're using it to control the mold spores. We're not removing them. Now, can they be removed? Of course. They can be removed through the air scrubbers. They could be removed from the HEPA vacuums. There, there's all sorts of ways it could be removed. But once again, the, the very experienced mold mitigation technicians and companies, they know how all that works. But for our listeners, there's no containment. They just come in and like literally, like it's almost like a, 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 a pest exterminator. They come in and just, you know, 
blow this stuff around and and people some people swear by it and that's okay if you if you want to pay somebody four grand every couple months to come in and fog because you think it's cheaper than actually fixing the problem then that's up to you and so the issue is even when you suppress the mold with the fog if you didn't correct where the water leak is if you didn't correct the grading and the drainage if you don't actually correct what continues to create the environment where a mold infestation can happen, you might suppress it with a fogging treatment, but it's going to come back because you didn't fix the issue that keeps feeding the mold. Exactly. We, you know, we talked about, we were talking about mattresses several weeks ago. We've talked about couches and just think about it when you, so you suppress those mold spores and let's just say, where are they going to go? To the top of the bookshelf, down into the carpet, on top of the baseboards. At some point, those mold spores are going to get kicked back up. So if you're not if you're not removing those spores, which you're never you're never going to get rid of all the mold spores at home, but the ones that are toxic are giving you issues. If that that black mold is behind a wall cavity, and people would say, "Well, how are we exposed to it if it's behind a wall cavity?" I say this all the time. Homes are somewhat pressurized, and we don't. It's it's high tech equipment that I I don't feel is worth it. But you can check, you know, the, the air pressures and whatnot. But a home is somewhat pressurized. So you could have, let's say the mold is um, behind your shower wall. Well, if there's a void on the backside of the shower or in the floor joist, it can get into the crawl space and then come back up somewhere else. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You'd be surprised. And I, we, we don't let anybody stay inside uh, the property when we're doing mitigation. But you can really see what's going on with our, with our containment vapor barriers yeah it's not a vapor barrier it's a containment barrier but you can watch the the plastic sheeting do what it's going to do and it's a good example and i and i say this to people a lot you know back when we know and i believe the reason we have the mold epidemic is because homes are so sealed up mm-hmm. but back when we left our doors open and windows open you know and had storm doors instead of air conditioning that's what we use like if you opened one window and your front door was open if this door in the office was cracked, it would slam the door. Yeah. It's the same concept. Is a house is somewhat pressurized. Not literally, but if you if you could just if you realize that mold spores in a HVAC vent behind a wall, they have the potential and it happens to get into the living area. And then you start breathing it. Exactly. So so what would you say to people who listen to this and they they understand your logic and they're like, I I agree with Steve that, you know, fogging in and of itself as a standalone treatment doesn't seem like it's going to fix all the issues, but I can't afford what Steve would offer. Shouldn't I just do the fogging to try to help the issue? What do you say to that? Well, you know, I went over this analogy before we recorded it and it's, it's my mechanics analogy. You can, you can pay a new mechanic $6 an hour for 10 hours which is $600 to fix an issue. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't know what he's doing, you're probably going to take it back to him or probably her, him or her, or a different mechanic, and you're going to pay that again. And you're going to pay it again and again and again. Do you want to pay that for the new mechanic, or do you want the veteran mechanic that you're going to pay for his knowledge and his experience? Would you rather pay him nine, 900 or 1000 Yeah, he might be a little more than the brand new mechanic, but if he fixes it and fixes it right... He could have prevented you from having to replace a whole motor. Whereas the newbie or the cheap guy, you're just putting a band-aid on it. And you, comparing it to a vehicle, 
It could be something simple that can lead to a transmission or an engine that has to be replaced, just like in a home. It could lead to major, major health issues, you know, major mitigation costs, and it was it all stemmed because you claimed you couldn't afford it. There's ways to pay for mold mitigation. I mean, if people want to go buy new vehicles, they figure out a way to pay for it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And what do I always say? You get what you pay for. And what's your health worth? Yeah. Yeah. So so if you don't have if you don't have the money now, what what tells me you're gonna have money when you actually have to address it? Correct. And it you know, maybe they can get away with it. You know, maybe some of our listeners are like, hey, you know, it's I have really great health and I'm not too worried about it. Maybe when they go to sell the home, they're going to have to address it. So at the end of the day, it has to be addressed. Absolutely. And and at the end of the day, whatever's causing the mold has to be addressed. And that that's where the fogging thing, it's so easy to debunk that. I mean, it's just, if you say that there's a mold infestation where you can't see it, well, what caused it and how are you fixing that defect? Yeah. I mean, you can go in and just fix the defect, but what do you do about all the other areas of the home that are contaminated because you didn't put up a containment? I mean, there's there's just way more to it. Absolutely. And you know, there's like like we've said, I'm, I don't I don't even tell my clients even when it's under contract. I don't not I don't give them a step by step process that we use. It's giving away information that's taken me twenty years to learn. Correct. So correct. So it's just you've got to fix the problem. It's like that check engine light. You know, we compared it to mechanics. If you if you ignore it long enough, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Absolutely. So then given that, what's your call to action for people? When we speak about fogging, just don't fall. And it, it's a snake oil salesman, in my opinion. <laughs> don't fall for the, well, that guy, we can come in and fix it for 4000 20000 That's way too extreme. If, if you want to fall for that... You, and I've had it happen with my clients. You're probably going to have to book a VPA or a consultation or one of our consultation packages. Because at the end of the day, that that cheap guy wasn't so cheap. Correct. Well, he was. <laughs> you or got actually, he ended up being really expensive because of what he cost you in exactly. terms of your health. Yep. And it's, you know, I understand that people, not everybody has the money. Um I don't charge what I charge just to price gouge people. On the mitigation side, you know, once I start explaining to people, especially recently, you know, last year and a half, two years, our chemicals, our equipment, everything is just skyrocketed in price. But I explain to them, like, I'm not price gouging you. I can account for every, pretty much every line item of what we're doing. I don't tell them what we're doing, but when we're finished, I've showed you videos. It's literally a white glove test. Exactly. I put a white glove on and I'll I'll run my finger along the top of that door jam. And that's how particular we get. And yes, people call it aggressive, people call it extreme, but if you want the cheap guy, I'm I'm not the person. <laughs> Even when it goes to consultations, I'm not I'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear. I'm gonna tell you this is what you need to do. Absolutely. Which is why the virtual property assessments are a great way for people to they work are. with you. Yep. It's and it's been um it's been really handy even for because I'm also a certified home inspector. It's been really handy for that site too, you know, for for people that are kind of in a bind and they need to hurry and get an inspection done and they you know, their local inspector can't do it for three weeks. I can usually get you in within a week and a half. So those are those are really handy too. Absolutely. So if you haven't 
if you want more information about the VPAs, they can go to cnccontractorservices.com. You can learn about the consultations, the virtual property assessments, all of that stuff. Yep. Yep. We have a lot of services that we have on there um, where they can sign up for the emails. There's all sorts of stuff on our website. Thanks to you because I'm not very good at that. <laughs> so be sure you go check out our VPAs, cnccontractorservices.com. We will catch you in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.